All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Brian Chesco. When do you just go start saying your name when what? Scott's not here, Travis? Well, I'd have to listen to to the podcast to know understand it actually goes okay. fair touche <laughs> i respect that so much Travis Hoig. there you go there we go i i just that's everybody we're in there um scott, to make it awkward scott couldn't make it and travis uh on a whim was like hey i could i could fill in when i asked him if he could and and so here we go the scott uh, farewell tour continues <laughs> to go out with a bang <laughs> Uh, no, it was nice having Scott back last week. Yeah, for uh, sure. He he might have said one of the funniest things ever that's ever been said on this podcast. Uh, I encourage anyone, if you haven't listened, to go back and listen last week. Travis had, uh, obviously did not, so we'll wait for an opportune time. That's not worth But it had to do with, do you think you could get an XG of one with your wife tonight? Oh, or something along those lines. So... Um, that was it was hilarious, but I'm sure all wives appreciate that. Listen, I can't wait to discuss how Brian, this was, and Travis, the one of the worst, weirdest fantasy weeks. So many games, so little. So points. so many games, yet so many that didn't matter. Yeah, minimal production from so many people that you've. Bent over backwards to try to get into your team. And I just wonder if it's going to make any difference going into these last three slash four match weeks as there's no more blanks. A lot yep. of people have exhausted chips. You're in the middle of a, a cup match. Brian, we'll discuss in a few minutes the hilariousness of, of our cup match in our mini league. You and yep. I were matched up each other in the first round, <laughs> and yep. it's laughable. Travis, I cannot wait. I guarantee you don't know. I cannot wait to discuss it because it is so ridiculous. Yeah. So at this point, uh, Brian, with all the introductions gone and done with, I don't necessarily that I can think of. I was trying to think before we started here, is there any other nonsense no. that needed to be covered? I'm sure there is. At the moment, I can't seem to think of it. No, I think we're ready to just talk about the stuff that happened this game week, and maybe we should talk about some things that are coming up next game week. Let's get this out of the way, because this is massively important, Travis. This is the first time we've recorded in probably over 30 pods where Arsenal is not first in the table. The way the matches fell last week when we recorded on Tuesday, because Arsenal won on Tuesday, but it was before City had played on Wednesday, 
Arsenal is back in, in on top of the table. But at the moment, Arsenal, for the first time in a very, very long time, is second in the table to City. They have a game in hand, Arsenal does, and they're one point behind City. Arsenal has three games left. City has four. They have comfortably have second place locked up. They at minimum have that. And uh, look, probably build as should be the one of the better games of the weekend. Arsenal at Newcastle. So we'll just yeah. start there, Brian. Arsenal at Newcastle, even though City's at top table and then we'll oh, work our course. way down. Yep. But everything's always about Arsenal. Yep, here we go. But City's playing Leeds. And we'll get to that in a minute. Right. Yeah, game of the weekend but for the sure. Weekend was Arsenal, weekend was Arsenal. Was Arsenal, Arsenal Newcastle. Newcastle. Correct? I mean, second yeah. and third in the table. Dave, you had a 2-2 draw in your prediction That's what I thought. Ta- on your I prediction told- chart. Yeah. Yet Not again. Bad based on form. Yeah, you nailed good. half of the scoreline. You are on an absolute roll. Travis, I know you don't listen, but uh, we Brian and went over with Scott last week some of my predictions. And one thing that, even though I was obviously I was wrong, I got a couple things right, and and I got yep. I think probably more wrong. But the point was is that when we were when Brian was listening listing it back, the point was there was a lot of drop points in there. Yeah. Now Arsenal didn't drop the points where I thought maybe they might, but they did drop those points. And the, those three draws against Liverpool, West Ham, and and Southampton were just brutal. Southampton's really tough. They're really tough. They were, um, oh man, just. <laughs> they were. I mean, just firecrackers that day. All that being said, so going into this match, I, it felt like to me, Travis, that Arsenal going into this match, I felt pretty good about it. Even though m- many people don't go to St James Park and come away, I think Newcastle had had not lost a home match in over in over twenty home matches or something. It, it was a long, a longer stretch than you would have thought. If only there was a way to know the exact stat. Yeah. My point being is I felt good about Arsenal going in there because I felt like this. It's going to be the pressure sort of off. It's out of our hands. So the pressure sort of off. I think we're going to see good Arsenal go out there. And I, and we got that. Yeah. Now, it took Ramsdale having a <laughs> yeah, whale of a say. day, right? It took balls hitting the bar. It took Ramsdale making multiple point-blank saves. The save he made on Shar off the crossed header, yeah. and Shar was about two feet in front of him, was just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. Odegaard gets a long distance, weird low, hard roller like a like a laser on the ground. Yeah, he line. did. He hit it hard, and uh, yeah, and Pope just Pope reacted badly. That's all I can say. I wonder if if because of the traffic where it's coming through, he, yeah. he couldn't seem to get a gauge on it on its way through. And then uh, Martinelli later in the second half, Martinelli owners who have stuck with him, me and you, Brian, I know. Yeah, yeah myself. Get, yeah, oh, I you too. Okay. Yeah. Get rewarded um, at least with, with an assist. He had a hard cross that if, if from a certain camera angle was going right to Odegaard. Odegaard yeah. would have had a brace if it got through. Char blocks it, tries to kick it out, and Char knocks it into his own goal. So many players would have, could have, should have had a huge day in this, I mean, this match. Jacob Murphy – should have had Newcastle up one yeah. 0 in, 20, like the, in the first, first twenty minute, seconds. Right? Yeah, it was yeah. like twenty five seconds in. It's supposed. Um, yeah, Trippier, you're right on the on this Ramsdale save. Trippier should have gotten a return for the first time in seventeen weeks or whatever Holy it is. So uh, obnoxious. Shares header goes straight into Ramsdale's arm, and um, yeah, Odegaard could have had a brace anyway. But w- even without that, I mean, it was another a huge. Nick Pope save that kept Odegaard out in the first half. So, um, 
I think the, I mean the, yeah, you're right. It's it was it was, a, I think everybody that was watching it. I mean, including announcers, were it was one of the most satisfying games to watch, despite the you know the scoreline. Right. It was both teams. Although there's a lot of people were saying the Arsenal kind of dipping in the dark arts in the second half as they were late in the game trying to, you know. Eddie extend Howell. the game. Yeah, Eddie Howe had a lot to say about that. He and did. He's now, getting, he needs to be careful because that's exactly what Newcastle did yeah, when they were at Arsenal worse. early in the season. So yeah, they're they're definitely um, at the bottom. Newcastle is at the bottom of the table for minutes in play, uh, which is something they're they? tracking now. Yeah, definitely Perfect. bottom of the table. Fit something like forty eight percent of the matches balls in play based off of them. I don't think that's a uh, a normal Arsenal trade. They're they're about middle of the okay. of that, but there's there's not much uh, difference. I think City's all the way up at the top of like sixty percent, um, and then it it goes you know down to like forty eight. So there's there's not a ton of percent differences. But I mean, ultimately though, Arsenal's kind of you know, middle of the pack. I was gonna say you know who's, you know who's wasting time and who's not. Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, Dave, the first big well, I was gonna say it was uh, lucky that uh, Kivior has big thighs. That was another. That he's, was a, that was another. He's a good player. They Arsenal yeah. has been performing ever since they they. It's him and been him and Gabriel. Yeah, and lucky Gabriel. I mean, from the announcement early in the morning that he traveled with the team. I mean, I think even that. Was, I, I think that was traveling. a surprise. I think yeah, I was surprised to even see that. Um, Odegaard rolls like we said. Uh, two bonus in the game to go with his goal. So another double digit performance for Odegaard um he's 28.3 percent selected he's currently the number one transfer in for midfielders is that surprising to you Odegaard yes 6.7 you just said that he's second in did you just say that too he's second in all goals no no I'm, second, I'm, I'm just he's I'm, second in midfielder scoring yeah I'm saying I like I'm surprised based so, on I'm surprised well, based on the, the, on the remaining remaining schedule. I just know like right. we talked about it last week, uh, Travis. Just to catch you up on another uh, piece of information we talked about last week, <laughs> it's just news flashes for just me. A, well, no, just should have done this ahead of time. No, we said last week Scott was. I think Scott was behind this, but uh, as of last week, the the world number one FPL player, FPL Guns, uh, had said publicly, "I think I'm bringing in." all of my Arsenal players that I've had. Mm. Like, basically said, double game weeks are overrated, which I think that's incorrect. But he said the double game week, like, I'm not, I don't trust them. I do trust that, Ar- like, kind of like, I basically saying, I, tr- I trust that Arsenal can get points here. And like, yeah. I, look, we said Brighton and Nottingham Forest and Wolves are their last three matches. So you get Brighton at home, Nottingham Forest away, which has been tougher this season. But uh, Wolves, they wrap up with Wolves at home. You see, you have two of the last three at... at uh, with Emirates. Yeah, yeah. but, but you got to think the Brighton and Nottingham Forest especially, the game, it, it, tough games but it's for, from a result standpoint, but not tough games from a goal standpoint. There shouldn't, will be points. Shouldn't be. And, that's what, and I, think that's what we, I think that's where we landed last week was minimum there are goals in these last three games. For sure. Especially if game week 38 plays out the way game week 38 typically plays out. Yeah. I, I Saka uh, was another one. Like Saka blasted Nick Pope, like basically straight on. 
Right on which, that on that through ball. Right, Martinelli. Yeah, Martinelli should have had a, another game where Martinelli could have had a massive game too. Um, this but, is what, but we, what I'm saying is like we we're I'm I have no plan to sell Martinelli. I probably would have uh, if I had read a little bit closer on the leaked Manchester City lineup this week. I I would have thought about sending Martinelli out for Bruno Fernandez and like reshuffling to get just basically to get Julian Alvarez into my team. I was thinking about doing that. But I I didn't, and uh, it it saved me from even even worse week than, right. I, than I than I had anyway. Well, but, but either way, the reason why people are bringing Odegaard in, yeah, that not I, only I know it's not only I could go back to remember we we talked about on this pod going back to match week twenty four for a little while he was every other week. Yeah. It was, and and then in the last five weeks it's been. 10, 7, 2, 15, I was going to say he had one blank, I feel like, in the last. So, I mean, he is coming on strong. I had him on the restart. And then on my wild card, I when I, last time I wild card, I think I had him up till then. And, and I had to make a decision who to go with. I went with Martinelli. I feel like he's outscored Martinelli since I picked up Martinelli. Yeah, That's for sure. Definitely, definitely happening. I so, just like it's it's amazing to me that Saka has gone so far off of it. Yeah. And I know like we we can go back weeks and weeks ago where we said as soon as Jesus was back in the as a regular in the starting lineup that that the first person that that benefits is Martinelli. But Odegaard's the one that keeps I mean this that's It's the, the midfield. Yeah, the midfield it's of not, yeah. It, it's I don't want to say it's fluky cuz it's not. I know what you're saying. It's just that this goal like it's not a goal I don't know how many times he's going to do that. It just doesn't feel like it should happen that much and it keeps happening. So I'm not I'm not I'm definitely not saying it's stupid to bring him in. I just like I get the strategy. I'm just kind of curious right. how you can make your midfield work especially with double game weeks the yeah. next 2 weeks. Are you bringing him in? No. No, I'm not because Travis? I because I have a Solly March problem. I have a solid. I problem. also have a solid much yeah. problem, and okay. I'm not. And I have already made my transfers. You've I already not, made your I did transfers. Not, do you I, want to announce right now what the transfers you've already made, or do you want to wait till we get no, there? Save it. We wait. Okay. All right. Newcastle. So, so, no, so they, they, that was what I was going to say. Arsenal players here. It's got to be. Are, are you buying? They got three games. The only and none of them are doubles. Ownable. From a mid, from a midfielder perspective. Yeah. Martinelli, Odegaard, and I mean, I, I still own Ben White. Just because he's so freaking cheap, he keeps returning, and he keeps returning. He sits on my it's bench. Unbelievable. It's not he's hurting. Second, he's second in You're defender right. score. I was and, gonna say the, yeah. other, the other thing about it, though. Like great week, great week to have a clean sheet. Arsenal defense of all the weeks of all Ser- the seriously. Weeks. Ramsdale gets three bonus. Like what a perfect troll job of a of a defense. <laughs> uh, so Zinchenko true. got absolutely laid down. Uh, in the match, he didn't. But but for the first time in Arsenal forever, haven't had a clean sheet. I was going to say it's been forever, time. and then not only that, the the thing that was kind of you you'd say like has helped at different times. Zinchenko gets subbed early, so he's yeah. off at like which I've been 60, clamoring uh, whatever sixty one minutes or something like that, and he banks the clean sheet, and of course it's banked at the very end of my bench because why would I have played him? Why would I have kept him? Like that's what, I'm already asking myself mm. that question. But either way. Uh, hilarious that this was the week that they get it, especially in a week where it feels like Newcastle again could have scored. I don't know so, five in this game. So that's the question. Then it, Newcastle could have scored 
and they have at different points throughout the season. Is there anybody that's ownable from a Newcastle perspective? Because so many people have trip here, and he is not not giving you anything. I own Yeah, but okay. obviously, I had him buried this week. Sure, my bias, my team rooting fine. bias, and it worked out for me. Yeah. You know, I'm sure getting negative points. So I was trying to solve my Solly March problem, and Joe Linton came up. Um, they got a double yeah, game week. Talk Brian about, talked about Joe Linton last week. Yeah, and, we, and you could get the numbers on even Joe uh, Joe Willick, too. And yeah. I was going to say, even Jacob Murphy went up in, yeah. in price last yeah. week, or before so, the game week deadline. I so doubling up leads Brighton Hove, uh, and then they've got Leicester Chelsea to finish. Uh, those are three very winnable matches, and Chelsea's not. A, a slouch, so New, but Newcastle doubles over. next match week in thirty six. Right, and this is that and this is say, at Leeds home Brighton. I, I was going to say I don't think the result matters here at all because the 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 debate already going into this game week was who to bring in bes- between Isak and Callum Wilson. And right. the debate this week, the answer turned out to be neither. Um, but I don't think it's going to matter because they play twice. So I think you're gonna. I think. Anyone who has the room to do it, if you haven't done it already, is going to pick either Isak or Wilson, depending yeah. on your how your financial situation is working out. For me, I, I'm still leaning Callum Wilson, even though I, I, I would that, I, I lean Wilson too. I think I the agree. numbers the numbers are safer, the minutes are safer. It seems like for Isak, but and I would say too, the, because of the space between the matches, I don't think that I don't think it's going to impact. It, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's not going to impact the lineup or it can't impact the lineup because who knows? Eddie Howe may opt for Callum Wilson on the bench one week or one of the games one start, and Isak yeah. on the bench in the other one or play them both for both matches because they they both started this game, you know, as something that you know, he had talked about doing and it finally happened. So and Almiron is healthy, so it adds to the complexity. Yeah. First, I, ju- I guess the question would be for safety of minutes. I don't know if there's a safer. We talked about it last week. Again, uh, Travis, we had a podcast <laughs> last week, and we talked about, <laughs> talked about some of these things. To look uh, into that. Um, just that, because what I the the number that I gave last week that I think was significant for Joel Linton was 552, which going into this week he had played 552 minutes uh, since game week 29. So I went back to game week 29 just as like an arbitrary, but that's that's back there far enough. But only Bruno G had played more minutes than Joe Linton had in the midfield, so that like that was my you know one of my going. one of my reasons for like saying it's not insane to go to Joe Linton right. in your midfield is that you can almost guarantee he's going to be there, and he's been and like, we, the numbers we gave I gave last week were he's he's in the top. It's basically he's third after Callum Wilson and Isak yes. for all the attacking stats, so. I thought you were going someplace else with a 552. Like 552 pounds when he was in middle school or something. <laughs> Interesting. No, he, I don't know. I can't say he was a chubby guy. All right. So you like Newcastle. You I'm like saying, their matches. Right? I'm saying you like their matches. I'm saying whether you, whether you, I mean, the matches are, the matches are as good as you can ask for in a double game week. From who, atta- from an attacking perspective, who else is doubling? I think you're Newcastle. It's only Newcastle and oh, Brighton. Only and Newcastle Brighton. and Brighton. Okay, right. So so this week, you, I was going to say you already have three at least, and probably more. I mean, I have three Brighton. Yes, I have three Brighton, 
and I have and I had Trippier. So I was going into this game week with four of the yeah, you but know, one of them selling the March six as is doubles. mine exactly. Right. So I got a selling March problem. He'll play. We'll, we'll get there. He'll play. It won't be a problem. We're just being. I don't know. We'll get to. I right. get to Brighton. I have some quotes. We're going to move on to City uh, here in just a second. I just. But, I, I just don't know how you can. I don't know who to. I don't know who to pick. I don't know if you can pick wrong here, and the reason why I say that is just because you've seen it from both guys. We went through the numbers last week. Callum Wilson was ahead of Isak in every attacking category, basically except for the creative the creative numbers. But the big thing was that Callum he played like a hundred fewer minutes than Isak had, you know, since he had come back from his injury and he was still outperforming Isak on almost every measurable thing. And then of course this week, Isak takes two shots, Callum Wilson takes zero, and neither of them put a shot on target. To be fair, Isak did hit the post. Could have been way different if, you know, it the the it would be flipped on who's who's the number one transfer in between those two guys. Yeah, you know how people react to things like goals. So how dare I just, they? I know sheep. No, I I just I just don't think it's a, I don't think either is bad, and I wouldn't be surprised to get any. I feel like it's it's similar to the weeks ago to the Brighton midfielder debate. Yeah, at any any point it could have been any of them. Until I brought in Solly March, and at that point, that's when Solly March did nothing. Manchester City, two, leads one. Tighter than it needed to be. Holland gives you nothing. Holland was all over the map. There was even a penalty in this game with oh. Holland on the pitch, yet he did not take it. Pep was, was pissed. He was not happy. He was, uh, if... Look now. When this you know, happened, you know exactly why he gave the penalty up. Yeah. For, no. To, listen, I have a new level of respect for Gundogan because I I saw the interview, his interview after the match, and I it he was, was going to say it a new level of respect for Holland. For I did too. Cool. No, I no, really Gun, did. Gundogan is a class act. Uh, not only captain of the club on the pitch, even with the Brune out there, he had scored. Gundogan had was having a game. Two yeah. goals. Yeah. They're up two nothing, and City gets a penalty. Holland had to brought the ball to Gundogan and said, "Hey, you take it." Yeah, Gundogan has never had a first team hat trick in his life, in his professional career, never had a hat trick. He's a penalty away from having his first hat trick. It's two nothing. City has dominated like eighty percent, eighty fourth minute, yeah, eighty percent of the uh, of possession. I mean, it was unbelievable. The game's almost over. They're up two nothing. They've dominated the whole game. Gundogan steps up, misses. Hits a post. Hits a post. Pep then gets up off the bench and is pointing furiously at Holland and talking to Holland and say, you're supposed to take that. What's so wild about this, and this is when I was like, uh-oh, Leeds scores. A minute later. On yeah. a defensive mishap. Yeah. Rodrigo gets, gets it in, and they score literally. Like, Travis, I think you're right, a minute later. And all of a sudden it's two one, and I'm like, oh my gosh! If Leeds could somehow get something out of this, they couldn't. The game ended two one, but a game that was so dominated last ten minutes got really nervy. Gundo and Mares, uh, just like everyone expected in this match, Grealish uh, doesn't play. Grealish, I had Grealish, Grealish, <laughs> and, Grealish and Stones, both unused subs, and both. I mean, you could not have asked for two more popular. Not to FPL mention assets. the most consistent player on the team. No, no. Listen, 
any if you're counting on them, like I don't know how many times this has to happen for you I to know. just for this to just not be a con, a factor for anybody. I I can't think of a bigger gripe for the FPL community than Ederson in goal. It's eighteen to four shot advantage for City. Of course, Leeds score with one of their two I'm sorry. Shot, one of their two shots on. on target. Ederson was in goal. Ederson was in goal. I no, know. You're right. I was thinking of the game before. You're when, thinking of Ortega. Yes, when Ederson wasn't in goal. Right. That's which what was, I was thinking. Of. Which is when they kept a clean sheet. <laughs> which is it's it's the most unbelievable single stat of this season. I think is the one time where he's not in goal where you would have wanted him is the week that they don't they don't get unbelievable, up unbelievable. Um, they did something that I think a lot of City fans were hoping to see, which is that Alvarez, Julian Alvarez and De Bruyne started. Uh, it had been up to this point, uh, Alvarez or De Bruyne kind of functioning in the same spot, and uh, and this time they're together. Um, Dave, your guy from earlier in the season, Rico Lewis. Uh, got some run again. Get, got back out there again. I'm not trusting you. Um, Foden, obviously fit again, and... Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, and Nathan Ake, the probably the dumbest, the dumbest tactical move of the week, uh, despite just recovering from his previous uh, hamstring and leg injury. Right. Ake comes straight back in to start, and of course has to leave the fifty-four minutes due to an injury to that same thing. Ahead of ahead of uh, Real Madrid, great. But Brian, again, you've said. What are you doing getting involved with any city defense? I just don't think you should. Diaz is the only one that you can possibly trust week over week over week. And even then, what are you what are he you getting him for he didn't start other than in clean the sheets? Ortega start. The one before this one, I don't think Diaz started. Like it's just Yeah, I I just would not I would not want to have any part of it. And like this week, you know, that's why the, because they played early or in the earlier fixtures, you did get a, a lineup heads up from them. And uh, I think once you saw, uh, like, as I know, the big news was that Grealish was benched. As soon as people saw that Grealish was benched, it was, all right, what am I doing? Am I selling Grealish for someone else in Manchester City, or am I, you know, or or uh, am I okay with my bench in this in this position? City doubles in thirty-seven. They're home, right. ch- they're home against a crap Chelsea, and then they're at Brighton, and who knows what mental Brighton will probably right. be. They got, they be got, at the beach, although Deserby is. The Zerbi tries to keep him on points. So I, I don't know, man. They they got they're going to have something to play for though. Brighton, I think, is still going to be right. By the time you hear this, they will have played the first leg at Madrid. So that I mean a lot. Like, so I would just say the fact that Holland played as much as he did. I this don't want to make a transfer until after the Madrid match. Right. So I assume Holland is going to play in the. You know, in that first leg, there's only a, there was a two day turnaround from Leeds to Madrid, so that's I it's risky business. From it's fairly tight there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You have four days until they play Everton on Sunday. I have seen it in from more than one. I would say reliable place. FPL. I think it's FPL tactician. Uh, or no, there is a tactics. It's like a tactics. Uh, a, it's not FPL. It's like a just a, a just a straight up tactics. Twitter account, and it's coming from though uh, uh, a guy Alex. Uh, he's a he it's for Lex. So I've talked about this guy before. He's one of the the mo- I would say as insightful of a uh, a Manchester City analyst as you can find. Um, really good with predicted lineups and really good reasoning, no matter what. Like even whenever the 
even, even if, if he did, even, even if, if he doesn't wrong, nail the lineup, he still has he still understands. His reasoning was really good. Yeah. So I've seen it from more than one place that because the turnaround from Everton to the second leg of Madrid is only two days, Holland benched for Everton is not unlikely. question. I'd say almost certain that he will not play against Everton. That's one of the biggest. I feel like because you're the assumption is you've had him every week. If he's fit, he starts, and that's the other rule with him that's been so far this season. But this is it's Madrid, and you're in the semifinal. Like I don't know yeah. what and I don't know what you're I don't know what else to expect from that other than especially if things go poorly in the first leg. Listen, Salah, which I, he's in my squad, is playing Leicester in match week thirty six yeah. at Leicester. Leicester is getting relegated, and I hope Salah has a hat trick on them. So you're right; I probably will not have a problem. Yeah, put, I think that then the, putting the, a C. Well, the question is: Do you? I mean, do you do you bench him? Or, Holland. Yeah, or do you? Or, or do you make the? Or do you do a? I hate when people say it. it's mostly it's an English thing that they say hokey cokey. Have you seen that? What the, what's hokey cokey? I've never even heard of that. I believe it's. Hokey pokey for us and turn yourself around. Yeah, I think that's just it. I think that's the idea. That's what it's all about. I I think so. I can't. can, I haven't looked it up. I'm just saying. I think it's just. You walked yourself into a cul-de-sac there. No. (laughs) What what's what's the British version of cul-de-sac? No, that's what I'm saying. I think that's it because you're putting the player in and then you're taking them out again. Look it up. I think that's. I'm pretty sure that's the reason why they say it that way. Wait, what? <laughs> hokey cokey and not hokey pokey. It's doing the hokey cokey with certain players. Look, it's something that I have seen. Uh, a, I've seen it from multiple uh, and heard it from multiple, especially non American FPL accounts. Thanks. I feel so cultured. So now. the hokey cokey is British for straight not cul-de-sac. Let's go straight to as good of a source as you get. Is the ho- is the Cambridge the the Cambridge Dictionary? They don't really think about Cokey, British. The party dance and song in which people stand in a circle, shake their arms and legs one at a time, and move forward and backward. Okay, yeah. kind of so, like Holland in your life. Kind of like how we say hokey pokey, as referenced several minutes ago on this podcast. I think the beer's getting to me because I typed in I typed in cul-de-sac British word for cul-de-sac. We, well, I mean, that was spoken about, but that wasn't what we I were talking wait. about. <laughs> I don't know. I cannot wait to try to salvage this Do you want this to edit production. this whole thing <laughs> this and just say, do, you can just go back to this part. Let's go back. Where you just say, do you want to get rid of Holland? Would you sell him for a week for somebody else? Would you sell, if you know that he's benched, if you find out that there, the pro- or at least you but see. But you don't really know. You That's don't know for sure. Really exactly. Know. And it's a Sunday match against Everton. So you're, you're, so we you're won't not, know. You, Team News and Ticks no, is not going right, to know. There's no leak that's no going to help gonna you know. here. They're going to know. It's no it, one's entirely know. about the amount of time between end of Madrid first leg and away to Everton in It's going to depend on tomorrow's result. It really yeah. will. He, Holla needs to. Play to score. I if want- he's struggling, he needs more minutes. So I would be really surprised if he doesn't do well in in Madrid. You, if he didn't start against Everton. You hate Manchester City, and you're going to be rooting for them. I tomorrow. was just going to say that. 
Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. For the first time all season, we'll be rooting for them tomorrow. What's the... What's the? Uh... I do this every year, and it, it killed me. I'm rooting for your team uh, in the Champions League. I hate rooting for Liverpool, and I find my in Champions League. I do. The Did only team I, I really didn't root for in Champions League was Chelsea, but whatever. You didn't have to. Uh, I am. I am he pulling hates for Chelsea worse than Tottenham. Did you know? Honestly, that? I do. Yeah, I really it's all do. London. I really do hate Chelsea worse than Tottenham. Chelsea's a bunch of scumbags. I love that they're like. A chance they could get relegated. They won't, but I love it. I chance is gone. This goes back. They, they won't make forty points, and that will be amazing if I, they don't make. They're 40 already points. over forty points. <laughs> I think they're at forty-two. Oh, did they beat Bournemouth? <laughs> they beat Bournemouth, and when they beat Bournemouth, yeah, they, they got 42. forty-two. Yeah. They were on thirty-nine. Yeah. I bet they don't go any higher than forty-two. They're not winning anything from those last three games. They, they do have a, a tougher schedule to finish yeah, and up. Their double in thirty-seven is the worst possible. It's pretty bad. All right. Um, what I'm saying is. Last week we talked about I mean, we talked about the possibility of bringing in Alvarez anyway, like right. making Alvarez a, a forward choice because you're going to miss out on Holland's points at some stage. I know, it's so. not either or. I'm saying this is interesting. You, saying you're you, saying for one week, and this is this is absolutely relevant based on the result. Although let's say this: if let's say City win, let's say City win. One nothing. Wayne Rooney is saying he thinks he's there. he thinks Manchester City is going to comfortably beat Real Madrid. Wayne Rooney has said that. To yeah, yesterday I mean, or whatever. Why would he? Odd. Why would he not say that? They just took you know leads to a two one you know <laughs> nail biter. Yeah. Well, it just Travis and you know this, and my brother Matt would be screaming this from the high heavens. Real Madrid has made a deal with the devil in the Champions League. It doesn't matter what they do in their regular league. It doesn't matter what they yeah. do in their local cups. They'll have poor production in all of those, but for whatever reason, when it comes to Champions League, no one seems to be more formidable than Real Madrid in the Champions League, and it yeah. is the weirdest thing. I'm saying, like, if they, let's say they, if they, I don't know. Say what it's, result it's, would it's, have to happen that would allow Holland to start and everything? I just don't know that it matters. Is there a result out? It, it probably yeah. doesn't matter. Yes. If it's they, two if legs. If they destroy, if they're winning 4-0... In the fiftieth minute, and Holland can get substituted, and it ends four nil. Then he starts Everton. Then I think they. Then he starts Everton because then they don't. They're the pressure. They don't have nearly the pressure. The idea of Madrid coming into into their stadium and scoring four is Im, uh, impossible. So I'm saying it would have to be us. It would have to be a thrashing. I just don't think they're going to thrash away goals, in, and it doesn't. I don't think that I they're agree. not thrashing in, Magri- in Madrid. I no, really I don't, don't think. think that. I wouldn't guess that they would either. I mean, Madrid did have a couple of pretty strong turnarounds last season in the Champions League. Just to remind you of that, though. Yeah, they shouldn't have been in the final, and they were because they had some pretty strong turnarounds. I know. Throughout I'm the telling you, it's weird. The, they're weird in this tournament, and I got to right. give them credit. All that being said, they're also going up against an Everton that. That's exactly They're it. They're also going I, to, up against the Everton that throttled Brighton. I was going to say, well, today, did you hear the announcers today? That was one of the things that one of the announcers said today. Not, is, you know who's going to be loving this is Arsenal. The result today was Arsenal fans would be loving this. I, I loved it. I spirited, like, going at it, absolutely Everton. going after it, Everton. Like, and just to say that they're they, fighting maybe, for their relegation right, lines. Maybe they really yeah. do have some fight when they play. I'm Manchester not asking City them to win. Can you get a draw? Can you get a draw that 
You got a city team that's playing Everton in between in between Madrid matches and they want the Champions League more than they want this Premier League title. 100% yes. It's been stated multiple times this season by Pep because people want to know so badly, and he said it it's emphatically obvious. every single time. Of course, time. he's been able to win the Premier League, right. which I think it's they actually can, harder to win that they, than it is the Champions but League. the appeal of winning three trophies is also, I mean, that they could win the Premier League title, Champions League, and the FA Cup. I think that is... Uh, I think they would love that too. I'll let them I, win. I, I'll let saying, them know, win the Champions League. They just need to I know, falter a little bit. I know in the Champions League. league is I want them to. I want them to win the Premier League again because it doesn't matter. They've already done it so many times. But I just love the idea that they can't, they can't get over champion. that hump. Yeah. They can't get that Look, trophy. When my team's this close, I would love to see them just oh. say, you know what, we'll just give up the. Uh, I cannot. I, I would. I would want to go back to it. I think it's one of the most hilarious. It's like this is why uh, fans and songs in these matches are so amazing. But when the when they played Villa, do you remember that? I think we talked about Arsenal it or that. City. When City played Villa, Villa was singing the you know, Champions of Europe. You'll never. You you can't say that. Uh, <laughs> City fans sang. You weren't even born yet. When you kind of like when you won, you weren't yeah. even born yet, and then their response was, "You won't be alive when you do." <laughs> wow! Like it was wow. a, it was a three part wow. like song back and forth between the fans, and I just think that is that is amazing. Like they because you that's not you know the the fans didn't get together and plan that ahead of time. No, you know that, what I mean. That's. That's, that's organic. That's a, yeah, that is purely that's, like we sing this. They sang it back to us. What are we going to say? We're going to sing this, and they got them. It's because there's no there's you, that you ended it <laughs> one nil Villa in the song in the song battle. It's amazing. Well, two two one amazing on aggregate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Point is, I just don't think if you wanted to do depending on how you have your how are your forwards set up right now. For me, I have I have I have Holland, Jota, and Watkins. So I have, I would say, two expendable forward positions. I have the exact same. I have Watkins, Shoda, and Holland. Right. Watkins keeps dropping in price. You're an idiot to keep hanging on to I'm him. I'm probably going to Wilson to Watkins. Exactly. So that's the question. The first, the first so if, that, if that's your debate, if you have one and I have, move. And I have two transfers this week. Right. Depending on what transfers you have, if you're making one, you're probably going to Isak or Wilson, I would imagine. Travis, yes? do you have I either? moved. I moved off of Watkins for this game week. Okay. To get? Uh, uh, I actually moved things around so I could bring Trent in. Okay. And so I brought in Insisto. Did you go? Insisto. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. That's okay, yeah. There's nothing wrong he's with got, that. No, I like Because he's got the multiple double game weeks. Yeah. And I wanted to find a way to get Trent in. So I, I lost Watkins and brought in Trent and Insisto. I, I love that. I mean, he's got... Brighton. I also got rid of Estupion, Estupion to, to make that happen. Now, so, oh, the problem with Brighton's, that either. The problem with Brighton's 36 double is it's at Arsenal at Newcastle. Right. Both playing for something. Arsenal obviously trying to get every single point out of the season. Yeah. Newcastle has not only United breathing down their neck for third, but Liverpool showed up and made and has made a show. Yeah. So no, no, there's their double is thirty six or it's thirty. Uh, they have two doubles. Right and thirty. Oh, right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right and thirty six yeah, right. right. and then yeah, thirty seven. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And so, which is why you need to own three Brighton players, just because the points yeah, are going to be there. I just don't know how many points they're getting out of those so, matches. 
I would have said the same thing. They're they both did, away. If they did, I would They're have said the away. same thing too. If they didn't just get thrashed at home by Correct. Everton. So I, if they, if literally, you get rid of you, get, you if you just throw out today's results. Um, Steel's not a bad, not a bad pickup because ultimately he's going to play four matches in two weeks. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that was what that was you know going to be a point before the own goal. I hear you. I just look at, at Arsenal, at Newcastle, and then home Southampton, sure you like, and then you have a home city. And I just, three of those four games are not going to be clean sheets. Right. Yeah, but you're not, you're not, well, for Steele, but again, Steele's out the window. For for Brighton, you're, it's the midfields, right? So uh, we're not going it's, there yet, though, right? Because, I mean, ultimately, we got to talk about well, the March issue. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just technically we're on City. Well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm just leads. saying that depending on how you want to make up your your forwards. And so that's why I'm saying, like, right now, the priority, I would say, is the priority seems to be what Newcastle forward are you bringing in because. Yeah. I like if, those matchups better. Right. You're not wild carding. You're double, not free yeah. hitting these people. You're bringing them in. And we said this We said this weeks ago, Leeds, Brighton, Leicester, Chelsea, for a team that is desperate to hang on to top four, uh, you know, that they have nothing else to play for other than that, and that's a lot to play for. So, Oh, just, my I, gosh. Newcastle yeah. making top four is going to be massive for them. Right. So that's what I mean. And there are goals in all of those games. They're it will be, but. Beatable teams. You don't in, think they're going to make it? Anyways, yeah, be, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying that the priority seems to be either Isak or Wilson, however yeah. you want to go, right. or if you want to go both. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's crazy either. The, the question is like, where would you make room? Like, if that's where, if that is, let's say, you know, Holland is Holland is one for just about everybody. Wilson or Isak is your two. Who's your three? And so many people have dead ended already with with. Probably Greenwood, who's four zero. You know, Leeds, uh, Leeds Greenwood, um, is is four zero, and CISO four point six still, which is That's which amazing. is highly attainable. And somebody who's who we've said it, you know, weeks ago, like has looked the part for a while now. So I'm just saying, Julian Alvarez, though, regardless of who your other player is. Seems the, to be the he's ceiling starting is, to get some starts. Right, the ceiling is is Manchester City high for him, so it's a it's as high or higher than every than every other forward yeah. just simply by his, his situation. His last five match weeks one one twelve two two, so right. But it's been with the minutes have been a little wonky, right? And it's it's all been yes, it's been dependent on whether he starts or not. And then if he, you know, if it's been him or De Bruyne, like we saw this week, we said they both started. And then if you bring in the wrinkle of whether or not Holland starts in game week thirty six, having Alvarez as an option in that week, I just don't think it's. I just I still don't think it's a bad move. I I think it's a, a still a really high upside. It is a. It is definitely a punt. Yeah, he played too many minutes this, this week with with no return. Um, so I'm still hesitant about that. But I, I see your point for sure. Yeah. All right. I want to jump directly to Everton. I, Brighton. I did, last thing. Last thing about Manchester City is that Mares is Marezing. It's just it's two assists, two bonus points, another double digit return for him. Last three game weeks, a ten, a six, and a five. Fifth most in the last three weeks. 
four assists in the last three weeks. There's no one, no one more creative, created the most chances, or third most chances, same number of chances created as Kieran Trippier has in the last, in the last three games. Wow. When Mares starts, Mares returns. He's just, I, I hate, hate that he is such an unpredictable and unreliable option. But he's been reliable now, of course, for three straight weeks again. Fantastic. Let's jump. We mentioned Brighton players a lot. Let's jump right to them. Brighton get thrashed Monday today as we're recording at home by Everton 5-1. to one. Dwight McNeil with a brace. DeCorey. DeCorey with a brace. DeCorey, Brian, what, scored in the first 20 seconds, 30 seconds of the match? Is that right? Yeah, it was awesome. And then Jason Steele comically gets an own goal. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. So there were 21 goals in the games today. Yeah. I, I can't remember if we mentioned that. I think I mentioned it in the opening. You know today, 21 goals. Today was the, one of the most bizarre, absolutely bizarre match. There's three matches today. Fulham, Leicester, Brighton, Everton, Nottingham, Forest, Southampton. 5-3, Yeah, DeCore and McNeil each got a brace. Uh, he had two assists, too. He had a brace and a brace. DeCore? No, Dwight McNeil. Dwight yeah. McNeil had Dwight a, McNeil is your number one point Dwight scorer McNeil? this game week. Twenty one. He had Dwight a, McNeil. He had a McDouble. Yeah, is that what we're calling to a brace and a brace of assists? <laughs> We've never had to address this before. A double brace. A uh, double brace. I don't know. Is there some sort of like a? I don't know. Is there some sort of a a, that, a girdle? Is that <laughs> call that a double brace? A girdle. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm, because it's, like, it's like like holding you in, like ladies, old school girl, yeah, yeah, like lace it up and like like sucks them in, yeah, yeah. Why would that be a girdle? I don't know. I'm just I'm thinking out loud here. All right, I'm just saying that's maybe we call it the Baconator, the Junior Baconator. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with fun, you're fun burgers now. here. Whatever. Bottom line is, you're right. A double. Uh, two goals, two assists has to be called something, Travis. Come on, you're witty. Come up with something. In and out has a two by two. I think. See, it's a burger. It's that animal style. Okay. Two by two animal style. Sure, there you go. Exactly. Well done. They smashed. Yeah, it was. They. It was a. What it was, was that? A, a it was a dice special or something. I don't know. Everton was came in up for it, and I was wondering. My gut, if you asked me before this match. What was going to happen? My gut would have said, "I think Brighton might be feeling themselves a little bit after the after the United match," and they're. I'm telling you, I would have put money on Everton getting a result today. I know that sounds stupid. It, it's not, it's not like I have these premonitions every week. This match, I had a feeling that they were going to get a result. He Deserby said after the match that they were ready for this. So I think he was. Yeah, managers, of course, you're never going to be happy to get thrashed. Yeah. But he, in particular, seemed like he was extremely furious at this because it just wasn't there. Something's not not right with Brighton, and I, and I can't figure out what it is because they well, they've just been, in the last week and a half or so. I mean, they, they, could they just beat just, United? They right. just beat Chelsea or someone a couple know. weeks ago? Well, they I don't know if it was the, said that. Right. They crushed that. Wolves. Yeah. But that was a that was a response to a poor performance previously, yeah, though. So, Manchester United. Right. right. So the, I guess my, my issue is, again, they've all of a sudden become less consistent um, out of nowhere. And I'm not really sure what to do with that, uh, mostly because we don't know much about Deserby. And these players, I mean, they're, they're, everybody has kind of burst onto the scene. Um 
And so I'm having a hard time with it. There's there's no question, though, ultimately, from a Brighton standpoint, you have to own three of them. There's just too many matches left to play for them to not own three yeah. Brighton players. I, I hear you, but I'm just... You're, the matchups are poor, but, Man, but they're, they're, going so to get, poor. they're going to get... They're going to get points. I, I would favor if March isn't playing. I would. Right. I would bring in McAllister because right. no, because he's right. on pens. Right. So that, and he's typically say, around the goal, get, yeah. getting chances to score. Yeah. Honestly, like out of all the results, like it's really. A, I have no idea what to. I don't. I honestly don't know what to say about any of them because everything was just so screwed up. The biggest news, honestly, is that Solly March blew a hammy. I mean, I just feel like that's as big of a thing yeah. that has happened. Uh, gotta love it from his manager, though. Uh, said today after the match, he had named Solly March on the bench for the last two games due to an unspecified issue. This is courtesy of the Argus, my favorite, uh, my favorite UK paper. The Argus, uh, yeah. Uh, Deserby also said of Solly March that Solly is not in currently not in his best moment. That's such. Mm. I love it. And I love his. I love the way he says these things. Also, uh, he said, "I don't know." Sully didn't because he said Sully didn't play in the first eleven because of a problem. Mm-hmm. So he's been carrying something. Yeah. And then he got like hit in the you know in the liver today. I mean, he got I can't remember where he was going. He was collided. He collided with somebody and it hit him right in the side. Probably more like his appendix. But either way, I mean, he was doubled over for a second. He, he had just subbed on and he got nailed right in the uh, right right center midsection. Then. He burst the hammy, chasing down, uh, you know, chasing down after the worst pass of the game. So, yeah, I just can't imagine you're going to see Solly March. So this result uh, doesn't at, turn at minimum in the one of the two matches in the double. He becomes a non-factor the rest of the season. All right. That being said, they have two doubles, thirty-six, thirty-seven. I yeah. already have. Technically, if I get rid of March, I don't have to keep another Brighton guy. I probably will bring in McAllister. I'm telling you, I hate three of the four matchups. Southampton's going to be relegated by then, and they might thrash Southampton. I just don't know if it's worth having one guy for just the Southampton match. City, Newcastle, Arsenal all have something to play for in a massive way. And Brighton doesn't. Yeah, they can show up, and they they do play tough. When they want to play. The issue is, are they going to want to play? Brighton's sitting in seventh place. So I guess they could qualify for Europa Conference if they hold on to seventh. They've got too many games to play. They want to be in Europa League at the at the worst. So Spurs Spurs are ahead of them by, by two points in the table, yet Brighton has two games in hand. The, the, well, I mean, the one, the one plus side, I was going to say... They've already talked about being tired. I mean, that's already come up with yeah. Brighton anyway because they have had so Small many matches. Small squad. Uh, with the response to that being, if you want to play at this level, you're going to have to get used to playing two or three times a week. You're, you yeah. just have to. The turnaround to Arsenal is it's five days. So they should they more get, than they get a, time. They get a nice good rest going into the Arsenal match, but then it's a three-day turnaround to Newcastle. Then it's two days and two days between Southampton and Manchester City for their double in 37. You're going to get rotation here. Matoma, has, I mean, he's already shown he's not afraid to bench anybody. Sure. Mm. McAllister and Matoma have both started on the bench. Solly, yeah. we already know, had been carrying something, so he's going to start on the bench. You're going to see a big rotation between Matoma, McAllister, Welbeck, Bjorn Nate, 
and CISO and Evan Ferguson who's fit again. I just think any of those guys are going to start any time. Uh, nothing was more amazing for me and personally in this season than when Solly March gets hurt and then it was Matoma uh, getting a ricochet off the post that hits off of McAllister's chest or whatever for that to be the goal. I loved it. It was my favorite thing. I wasn't mad about it at all. In fact, I was laughing. Interesting. Can I, can I bring up one thing quickly? Yeah, go ahead, Dave. So you and I are playing each other huh. in uh, fantasy Were. in our cup match this week. We're playing each other. Horrible scoring week, yeah. right? Horrible, horrible, horrible. I did not take a hit coming into this week. I didn't make a transfer. I'm carrying two into this next week. You did not take a hit either. Yeah. So I'm watching the cup matches. I only made one transfer. Or a goalkeeper. You Steel. brought in. You brought Steele in. Yeah. You brought uh, in Jason Steele. Why wouldn't I? They're playing home to Everton. So you and I True. today both have March and Estupignon. I had a three point lead on you, and you had Jason Steele. He was the wild card. Mm-hmm. So March and Estupignon, we both have our scratch. He has the his advantage is Jason Steele, and of all days to score a known goal and get a negative two. It happened to be today. The the easily the the reason why I end up winning our cup match. Well, yeah, congrats on your win. Your best strategy, <laughs> for, your first good piece of strategy was drawing the weakest team in the mini league. So that's your that's your first that's your listen first here, good strategy. Listen here, second place. No, I, there's no way I'm in second place. You there is no way. You are, I think, still. No, I, there's no way. All right, I'm going to have to look. Let's You're right because there were there were some uh, interesting, interesting weeks, leagues, leagues and cups. Let's see. No, there's no way. You, you are. You did drop to to third place. Yeah, congratulations. I was up to second, then I dropped to third because of Steel and, okay. and Solly March uh, getting Steel getting a, a minus whatever, and March getting a a one. Um, Your story sounds a lot like Ben, League Ben's you, you story. Want, you want to read League Ben's story real quickly? <laughs> it was the same, basically the same situation against League Diane. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, champ, last year's champ, uh, League Diane. Yeah. Uh, looks like she's going to make a run here at the Cup. But Ben had some brutal Jason Steele luck. I'm sure there's no, many, I mean, many teams yeah. got some brutal yeah, Jason Steele I mean, his Steel price, luck. not only, I mean, I waited. I mean, I'm, I'm, I will do this. Like, I have, I'm not worried about dropping a tenth on anybody at this point. Everything is movable, I think, because there are so many cheap options. So I'm not even mad necessarily that I was going to, you know, I could have brought Steele in when he was 3.9, but I waited. He had gone up to 4.0, so whatever. You know, I you know miss miss out on a on a tenth game there, but either way, yeah. I mean it's it's looking at not only having him for a a what looks like as good of a matchup as you can get after a clean sheet against Manchester United, the most inexplicable clean sheet I think on their <laughs> remaining schedule, and then a home match against uh, Everton. Yeah, yes, Everton's fighting, but so what? So is Manchester United when they didn't do anything. You know what score I, I would never have picked in a million years if you had offered it to me? 5-1. Was the, I would have said the one score that is not possible is 5-1. Is 5-1. Yeah. I would have bet more money on 100-1 to one than 5-1. to one. All right, so quickly, let's discuss this because this is the main point. Brighton players going into a double-double, a two-by-two two of a week. Thank you, In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. Sponsor us. 
are you going to have more than are you going to purposely try to add Namrand or Newcastle players? I'm purposely going to I would prioritize Newcastle. Okay. And I and I think it's for the exact reason we, we I I feel like that's enough of a reason. At Arsenal, Dave, not easy. That's not a good matchup. They're not getting a result. No. It's a bad matchup at Arsenal. They're not Arsenal getting a right result. Now. Arrested Arsenal who just Managed somehow to keep a clean sheet at Newcastle. Yeah. Now it gets to come home at, at their most desperate hour. Brighton, who are saying, actively saying, we're tired. Having to play Arsenal, and then just days later having to play at that same Newcastle. I don't, I, like 27.9% current selection percentage for Matoma. So most everyone who's paying attention has Matoma anyway. McAllister is at 8.3%. That's a differential percentage at this yeah. point. But what that's not surprising then that he's the second most transferred in for midfielders. So it's Odegaard then McAllister. You're right. If I'm picking one, I'm 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 picking McAllister because I think that point three you right. know, it's either point you know, it's our three you know, it's a it's a tenth a tenth difference between the two of them. Solly March is five point two. You know, for me to get rid of him, so that that tenth might actually matter. That's what I did. I moved from March to to McAllister. Okay, okay. But then you see what happens today, though. I mean, Matoma Matoma has it's he's just good. So it's not. I mean, you're not going to be surprised at all. The question is, like, for what you did, like, you know, who's third most transferred in for forwards right now, right this very second. It's a Brighton player, Insisto. and it's a forward. Guess who it is? Insisto. It is not. Wellbeck. Yes, it's Danny Wellbeck. That's crazy. So Wellbeck is your third most transferred in. He played a half today. Uh, Deserby singing his praises constantly. He loves what Danny Wellbeck brings to the team right now. And it's true. I mean, when he's gotten a chance, he's been – we talked about him earlier in the season. It's just, it's just you're getting Danny Wellbeck. I mean, that's the, that's the problem. So whether or not you believe in it or not, and CISO's – Fifth, sixth most transferred in, something like that. But it's less than a thousand people right now. All right, let's let's get wild here. I want to discuss two games. That ha- the other two games that happened today. Wait, would you rather have? Would you rather have any Arsenal mid or uh, any Brighton midfielder or Joe Linton? I'm not kidding. I really, really tried to make Joe for Linton this work. one match week for 36 with Newcastle doubles. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have Joe Linton. I, I agree, and if I could have made it work, I would have. But I couldn't make it work what to get this, Joe Linton. What if in. that's the that is the strategy? Just forget the Brighton player. This this match week, yeah. go. I mean, not, not for. I mean, obviously, it's too late. The for money you the point. money doesn't make any sense. So I mean, the price is significantly different between Joe all Linton's Brighton a bit midfielders. More expensive. He's like seven. He's six. Seven, is he six, wait, He's what? six, six even. But but McAllister, Matoma, and March are all like. Or less, still five, less than five, yeah. five, six, yeah. it's, five, seven. So I, I think I'd rather if the money didn't matter. I think I'd rather have Joe Linton for this match. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't with like that. At Arsenal at Newcastle. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Newcastle's not losing another game at home. St- st- historically, they don't. If do you've that. already got Trippier or another Newcastle defender, and you know, almost certainly, you know, at this point, Trippier, despite his horrible run of returns, he's yeah. still sixty-five point seven percent. Wow! So he's still he's still, I'm sure, far and away the number one selected defender. 
So, uh, so most people baffling. who are participating already have him in their team. I don't own him. Pope is your number one selected goalkeeper. He's over 20-some percent. Mm. So there are a ton of people who have Pope, I'm sure, have a Pope and Trippier double up. Who's your third Newcastle player? It's probably going to be Isak or Wilson. Yeah. Right. So the number of people, like Joe Linton is currently the fourth most transferred in for midfielders. He's mm. still only at 2.7% selected. Mm. The other two games today, and then we'll we'll move on strategically. Fulham five, Leicester three, Nottingham Forest wow. four, Southampton three. Wow. Is there any anyone that's enticing in any of these teams? Because I'm not going to any of these teams. Travis, I don't think so. I, I just Nottingham Forest. Brennan Johnson. We've talked about Brennan Johnson he didn't do a million times. Today. He got assists. Not really. I mean, it, he didn't really do it. Oh, oh, right. I won't. He was the only one that. Right. You're not doing anything with Iowa. And then Nottingham Forest end the season with away to Chelsea, home to Arsenal, and at Palace. So that's the that's the run in for Forest. That's not easy. Uh, Dave, you're you are already relegating Leicester. The biggest thing was that Harvey Barnes and James Madison finally had a day, and it was against Fulham, the last useful matchup for Leicester this season because they end home to Liverpool, at Newcastle, home to West Ham. Yeah, they're losing every one of those. That's really tough. Leicester's getting relegated. And I love it. It, It's certainly possible. Fulham, what are you buying? William? No. You buying. He looked really good. I like like Vinicius. No, you don't. He also looked very good. He's fine. You don't like Kearney. You're not buying Kearney. Kearney is amazing because I think he's, he's played every single match for Fulham this season and only started like two. He is the ultimate. Uh, this is not an NBA podcast, Travis, but if it was, he'd be the sixth man. Sixth man. Yeah. He's their captain, and he's he's not a bad player, but he, he doesn't – this is the first contribution that he's really made from an FBL standpoint, so it's not worth buying. The only the, – I mean, the I guess the one positive is that Fulham's – A, uh, they might be at the beach, but they're still playing, uh, and B – uh, the next two weeks, they're at Southampton and home to Crystal Palace. So minimum, you get them for two matches where you'd say, like, all right, let's semi-useful as far as the goals, the goal potential in there. Uh, Dave, remember today when Bernd Leno uh, finished with a penalty save, even with three goals conceded, still finished with a nine? That's crazy. Man, he's, thanks, thanks to penalty He's one save. of the best goalkeepers in the league. I don't know how... Arsenal keeps <laughs> letting them go. It's just a just the absolute goalkeeper. It's a it's a puppy farm over there. Yeah, no it's kidding. Puppy mill. <laughs> you remember when like Fabianski and Chesney were Arsenal goalkeepers? No, I don't. Ches- I actually Chesney don't went remember. to yeah. Roma or Juventus or something. I don't know. He's been in the ta- he's been starting for Italian, one of them. It yeah. might be Juventus. I think he's been starting for them for ages ever since he left Arsenal because like Fabianski beat him out. And then we got rid of Fabianski and sold him to West Ham. Uh, it's crazy. Dave, but, you're not tempted by your guy, James Ward-Prowse, yet, a, yet again, the, the one guy who uh, who does something for Southampton? If if Southampton does anything good, it's James Ward-Prowse at the, at the heart of it? Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, I, I just it's, it's relegated, bottom of the table, Southampton. Hey. And, and uh, that's what hurts. James Ward-Prowse's numbers this season – I gotta say, 
of all like of all the James Ward Prowse seasons that have happened, this is the James Ward Prowsest season of all James Ward Prowse seasons. Wow, that's His saying 15, a lot. Fifteen. So game week twenty, he had a fifteen, then he blanks four in a row or three in a row, then he gets a ten against Chelsea, then he blanks for four weeks and he gets a ten against Spurs, then he blanks for like the last seven weeks and then gets a thirteen against Nottingham Forest. <laughs> like it's double digits, nothing for a long time. Double digits, nothing for a long time. Like, just what an amazing player. Somebody's going to really, they're going to really get a great player next season from James Ward Prowse. All right. Again, Fulham, Leicester, Nottingham Forest, Southampton. Anyone, I mean, we kind of breezed through it a little bit, but I mean, there's no one I'm going to any, oh, going to on any of those teams. Uh, despite uh, James Madison and his unbelievable performance today, James Madison currently does not crack the top 30 for transfers in for midfielders. Actually, he's closer to 50. Wow. 994 people, as I'm sitting here right now, have transferred James Madison in, um, despite his best performance of for recent memory, for sure. Okay. Chelsea 3, Bournemouth 1. There's almost nothing to do here either. No, not is there. What are you doing, with, what are you doing with Chelsea? You don't even know who's going to start. There's one guy on both teams that you're going to even think about, and you know exactly who oh it is. Oh, my gosh. You're going to say Solanke. Of Travis course I'm going to say Solanke. Solanke. Travis, it's the one guy. Here we go. It's true. You didn't do it. It might be true. I don't care. It's the one guy. You're not doing it. If you already have him, you have him. You're stuck with him. What are you going to do about it? You're not buying him, though. Who's the other guy on the other team? I don't know. So there's one guy on either team. No, I said there's one guy oh, okay. on either. T- there's oh, okay. one guy on either of the on two teams. The is what is my yeah, okay. is my All meaning. Right. Uh, All right. Yeah, I Crystal just... Palace, Manchester United, and Everton for Bournemouth. Those aren't the worst, and we've said it forever. If mm. if they're going to get something, it's a fifty percent chance it's going to come through Solanke. Yeah, that's not that's not wrong. Uh, I, I think they stay up, and I think he's a big reason for it. Between him and Philip Billing, they have held things together. Most of the time, I can't tell the difference between them on the field because they look so right. similar they from far away. That's that. my thing, dude. <laughs> uh, like, which one was they're that? They're like stinking twins. It's yeah. like Eddie Howe and Matt Ritchie. What's funny is so, I think Philip Billing's like a foot taller than Solanke. <laughs> Chelsea does. This week, <laughs> Chelsea gets Nottingham Forest at home. I mean, that's not the worst thing that can happen to them. If they're able to I win. I just don't know who's starting. Even if I wanted yeah. to go to the, the club that's trash of the earth. In Chelsea, even if I wanted to go to one of their players, I don't know who's starting. How many people still have Keppa? I technically still have Keppa, and it's killing me. I mean, he's on Ever since I got him, he's done nothing for me. He's done absolutely nothing. He's 7.1%. I'm surprised by that. I thought it would be higher. I'm embarrassed to say I'm in that 1%. I just can't seem to get out of the Keppa business. Um. 10.9% 10.9% of uh, teams, I almost wanted to say active, but I know that's not true. 10.9% uh, currently have Reese James uh, in their team. Yeah. Chelsea doesn't make any sense, not only because of the lineups, because their their final four matches are terrible. Nottingham Forest, which is fine. They'll probably lose anyways. And then, A double, 30, uh, yeah. And then City and United. They, they, they post up at a hotel in, in Manchester and... Yeah. And, and they just get thrashed. Live there they get thrashed for, for, yeah, for it's, two, two. It's just a double not going to go week. well. And then they go to Newcastle, who are probably still going to have something to play for for fourth um, place. I mean, today. I mean, you got uh, like the one. I guess if not today, but if the the one positive for them is that you got goals from actual 
like two of two of three goals from actual goal scorers. So Connor Gallagher gets a goal. Joe Felix finally, after a million weeks, finally gets something. Sterling gets an assist. Ziyech gets an assist. Like at least the guys who are yeah. supposed to have done something finally did something. There's just no way in the world you're going to use a spot, an active spot on your team, even in the double the for 37. There isn't, yeah, there's no way you're going still. to any of them. The one guy who I've who I wanted to love all season and always want to love all the time is Raheem Sterling, but it doesn't matter. Like it, he just there's there is no one, and that includes forwards. It includes defenders. Just what a useless team. You're right, Dave. They've turned into. They are my. They're the 2023 uh, version of the for me the 2020 Brighton and Hove Albion. Mm. They are my new new trash, trash birds. birds. Yeah. Spurs won. The reliable Harry Kane gets a goal right before half as they are play Crystal Palace. Win one nothing. Spurs get a decent result here. Yeah, clean sheet. It sounds silly, but on Spurs standards of late, yeah, it's yeah. a decent result. A clean sheet and the win. An eight to seven, eight shot to seven shots barn burner. They're still in the running for the top four. Yeah, they are. Classic Spurs. Kane and Son, one shot each. Of course, you expect Pedro Porro and Christian Romero to lead the team with two shots each. Just like just what you'd expect from from Spurs. Hey, uh, Hugo Lloris officially out for the season. Uh, Fraser Forster is still only three point nine percent. They have Aston Villa, Brentford, and Leeds in their final three. I know you're not uh, looking to start him necessarily, but uh, you do get a sub four dollar goalkeeper who actually is going to start and as you saw today or yesterday they can or two days ago what day is it uh they can still get a clean sheet i don't know what you're doing with any of them yeah are you buying pedro poro i still think it's not a bad purchase i just to me it just seems like a i just feel like you're that's it's such a low level it's such a low level priority transfer you're just i just don't think you're doing it right in the last nine match weeks how many of those has Harry Kane given you a return? I'd say most of them. And you know, I just There's nine. Answer. I counted nine. Uh, seven of nine. Seven. Yeah, seven of nine. Eight. Jeez. Yeah. Bournemouth is the only match he did not. He he. This is a Kane. This is Kane streak. Thirteen six seven nine two. That's Bournemouth. Six eleven eight eight. For those of people who might be worried about not starting Harry Kane next week and have a lot of money, why not just go right to Kane? Do you have him? I have Holland at the moment. I've had, up until recent, I've had Harry Kane and Holland all season. Yeah. And Kane's always been a little bit of a of a differential for me. But I'm going to be paying attention heavily to what's going on because that might, if the money's there and you're not, and I'm not trying to make too many other moves, bringing in Kane away at Villa, I don't have any problem with that. Look, look at his last eight out of nine games. Yeah. So... I've carried him most of the season, and and I you have him now. Or I have him now. Okay, yeah. Holland to Kane, and Holland, yeah. Watkins to Alvarez, or in Ciso, Jota to Callum Wilson. Oh, I see. I see what you. There's mean. your okay. three forwards. I'm sure there's money left over in there. Go back to Holland as soon as you feel like he's going to start again. Yeah, he's going to start after all this seven. stuff we talked about. He's going to start. Probably, he's like 21, 22. 
Norse guy. It's it's just it's just you have competing rules here now, which is they want to desperately win and tight turnarounds for a congested fixture schedule. But he has started no matter what, as long as he's fit. You have those two things running into each other. But this is this is a different kind of crunch time than they've had at any other point in this season. So I feel like it's it's less predictable. That's the only reason why. Was I? But Spurs, I don't know. You're not like it's disappointing from Crystal Palace. We talked Palace. about Sun last week. You kind of well, pumped Sun yeah, up. I, he doesn't doesn't give you a return. No, but this you, week. but it Kane. You saw the goal Kane scored. It was it was just an amazing. It was an amazing sequence of passes. Kane like dumping it way out wide, and Poro putting a perfect cross back in, and and Kane scoring a perfectly placed header. That's it. That was his one shot. Son took one shot too, and and Son. That's my favorite thing in FPL: one shot, one goal. Right. That's it's the it's there are certain players that you count on them to do that because they're just that good. Jamie Vardy has was always like that. Son has always been like that. Kane keeps being like that too. It's just it just feels like it's that's what you're. It feels like Kane's ceiling every week is eight points, goal, participation points plus a bonus or two or three, depending on when he gets his goal. It just is not. It's, he's just so expensive. And he's expensive. The, is the That's exactly it. Travis, your team, Liverpool. One, Brentford, nil. It was tight. Back-to-back. Could have back, gone either way. Back-to-back really back clean sheets way. for Liverpool defense, a.k.a. the Kanate effect. Could be. He, um, he's definitely helpful. Kanate, uh, Virgil, that uh, you like that? Yeah, defense looked pretty good. Um, offense was just misfiring. Darwin missed some pretty easy shots. Yeah. Um, bottom Which line would is, have been a Trent, I believe, a Trent assist correct. on the just really bad it. miss that yeah. Darwin had. Dropped it right on him. Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it was a reversal of what we've normally seen, which is that the... Uh, top end of the pitch has been reliable and the defense have been poor, but they were they were quite good. Um, yeah. Allison again, strong strong performance. He reached 100 saves for um, the career 100 saves for his career. So they they made a big deal about that. But the bottom line is though, he's got um, one more clean sheet, which yeah. is a big deal for him. He's he's in the running for a Golden Glove still. He might actually. Make a run for it here at the end of yeah. the season. Kanate, uh, $4.8, one3 selected, easily the cheapest way into the yeah, Liverpool defense. Man. And with Leicester, uh, Leicester, Villa home, and Southampton in their last That's three, a good run. this is the big strategy, strategy decision is what to do with Liverpool for the rest of the season, depending on who you already have, I mean, if you if you Trent you're, if is you, the answer though, right. from a defensive standpoint, he's expensive, but Trent is the answer because he's going for it yeah. so hard. You're going to potentially, you know, be in the in the points for uh, clean sheets with um, Leicester and, and Southampton on the books, but he's just been so so productive. Um, if you can get to Trent, that's the way to go uh, yeah. for sure. But that that said, I mean, you're right. Kanate's been helpful, but he's he's just not. Consistently in the lineup. Is it worth the Liverpool double up? Well, I was gonna, well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say even for this if week, you're, like you're, yeah. even for creativity, Salah was ended up being the most creative. He created three three chances, right? More than more than anyone else, more than Trent did. Trent 
with a low XA, not a ton of chances created, he still finishes with a bonus point. And I think yeah. it's because positionally he's going to touch the ball 250 so times a match times. with a yeah. 70, 80, you know, depending on what percentage of passing completion. He's just touching the ball too many times yeah. to not be in the points no matter what. I would Liverpool double up. has won six games in a row. So yeah, if yeah. we're looking at a mojo table, Ben hasn't, League Ben hasn't given us a mojo table in a while. My point being is Liverpool would be higher up there yeah. than, than, than they would have been all season. The, the, but you mentioned a Liverpool double up in defense, and, and I, I, I can't quite get there. If you were going to double up, I'd say Trent and Virgil. But I have chosen, and I've said this on multiple occasions, to stick with Allison because not because of clean sheets, even though he's getting them. He's definitely getting them. Well, he's got two in a row before that. Um, he went on a little he bit of a drive. It was a barren spell, but he was but he was getting saves, and so their points were still okay. there. Okay. Um, but and I guess that's my point is ultimately you're going to get he's going to make saves because they're going to make mistakes, and his numbers are are, are are pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um. And and so Trent and Allison are not a bad pick, and then obviously Salah, I think you've mentioned is is he is statistically doing very very well and his his form is 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 good so those are the three that i own i i did not own liverpool players for the most most of the season but as their um fortunes have turned so have i invested in in their assets i i would say it's a common talking point or at least it's a question just what to do with them rest of the season because they play one match you know the next two weeks with with multiple teams having a double week I've seen people already, you know, at least yeah. FPL Twitter, FPL punditry class out there talking about kind of being sad about how they're going to be benching Trent right, uh, for the next two game weeks. And I'm just thinking, like, you're going to bench Trent at Leicester? No like, way. Well, who like no that, way for for a, stu- for a, a shot at top? How four. would you not? They are going. I'm for not it. kidding. Why would you play a Stupinian over Trent? No. In, the, in this next week, no way. Liverpool has to make a a strong finish. They have to win out. They know they have to win out, and they have the schedule to win out. Well, so I was going to say, I'm going to, I'm playing Trent. I'm not bringing in Botman or somebody else, and I'm definitely not bringing in like a Dunk or someone else to to just for having a, to have a doubler. Listen, Trent at Leicester can easily could he could outscore the entire Brighton backline. This coming week, like I just to, to me, it just yeah. seems like an unthinkable thing to bench him. Home to, to home to Villa, fine. Like Villa at least has the attacking capability, and Leicester. Had, I mean, to be fair, Leicester has the attacking capability. They can. I, to me, it just seems like there are goals in it, and Trent is like there's no one more involved than he has been the last you know since he's shifted to. You know, functionally the midfield. So I'm just, I'm just really surprised to see so many people just kind of like, all right, well, here we go with the doublers. Uh, Going to run uh, uh, Fafana and uh, and Akanji and uh, uh, Ben White is my defense in game week 37. I'm like, why would I over Trent in any of these games? It just it seems impossible. I just don't see it. Jota. Did start this match. It was massive questions on whether yeah, all, he was going to be playing at all. All signs pointed to him not minimum not starting. I would have said the same thing two weeks ago that I would have thought he wouldn't even make the bench, and he did yeah. two weeks ago. So the fact I that he started well. this week, I was still surprised. Gives you seventy two minutes. Does yeah. not give you a return. I don't care. He looked pretty good. I was going to say I just don't. He's, he looked all right. 
he I, to me he's always active yeah i just to me just his he's he just seems too good he's definitely better than he's better than darwin that's for sure I, i'm just saying like i just think right. i i are you have him i have showed him. I'm, I not, have I'm not him. selling him i how can i and there's I, no I, way i, I'm I would sell. love to to continue to play him over the next three match weeks um, Luis Diaz is is coming on a lot stronger, and he's uh, the the problem is is that I think Jota and and Luis Diaz are going to split minutes. I think they're going to split minutes through the rest of the season, um, mostly because Diaz looks fantastic when he's fresh on the field, but he can't go very long, mm. and so it seems Does that sound to familiar, be. Brian? It's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it seems uh, to be that stamina, they're, that they're, stamina, and, sh- and short performances. Is this, Dave, is this uh, going back to the the XG. Don't drag wait. me into you and Scott's weird. Okay. This is not a procreation. Weird podcast. things. Okay. All right, we're getting uh, pods getting long here. So, Brent Brentford, Tony. Is he worth bringing in? You, no, Tony. Want, Tony, Tony maintained his his blank goal binary, blank goal blank, goal, perfectly blank, alternating goal. sequence for however what the last eleven weeks or something like that. It makes you wonder why so many people are transferring him out. Yeah, which means he is going to score, score this right. week, right? He's still yeah. almost thirty percent in thirty percent of teams. They're home that's, West that's Ham. That's a lot. They're they're home West Ham. So that means he he'll blank Spurs and then he'll he'll score. Uh, home to city last match of the season. That's yeah. brilliant, actually. Yeah, when they sure. lose, then when they lose four or five to one. When, when, when city is city right. needs it'll needs three Tony, points to win the title. Tony penalty in the like then in like five minutes of stoppage time. But are you going to him? No, is anyone t- here t- going uh, to Tony or Raya are the only ones that you you would consider. I would think I own Raya, but I'm again I own two goalkeepers that I hate and I can't, played I can't Raya get rid week. of them. I should have played right. Can't get rid of them fast enough. It's a. It was a, a five point swing. Um, I, the, no, Dave, your number three uh, transfer out for forwards right now is Jota. You surprised by that? A little bit. I get it because people probably are going to Enciso. They are going to Wilson and Isak. Yeah, that's true. So I think Isak, Isak. Yeah. Either way, Isak? you do you, man. This interesting. Is, they're going this to. They're going to one of those guys. Bottom line is, I I just I like the Newcastle guys for this match week. I just I'm telling you, three of the four matches Brighton plays are going to lose. So I I just don't know if it's worth getting Jota out against a Leicester that's going to get relegated, and they know it. And they don't. I just wonder at what point when do they stop caring? And does Liverpool Liverpool's been known to put up nine goals on people? So like they're one of the yeah. it's like no one puts up goals like Liverpool. Li- no one in this league, I don't think, City doesn't put up like nine goals on people. Liverpool will do that. They will drop the nine. However many yeah, goals they can get, they will they will, they will yeah. put in. Yeah. No, I don't I don't I, I don't mind hanging on to him. I to me the for me, the forwards that are dis are are disposable are it's a short list. Uh but Watkins and Tony are definitely on that list. And but you like Shoda, other, you like other Shoda to me. Than. I was that yeah. In this match, I just I can't imagine Joda ahead of Leicester City. Not yeah. after you just watched. I it was I five to three against Fulham. What do you like? Yeah, you don't think Liverpool can't put five on that same Leicester team that is just like. Like what? What are they? What? What was that today? It was nothing. You have your fans singing to the 
players, you're not worthy to wear the shirt. Mm. Like, I, I don't know what you're doing with... Mm. You've been paying attention to a lot of fans singing this week. I find it the, to be the most fascinating part of the entire the experience. Match. I think it's the... We've talked about this forever. It's the most... It's the most endearing thing about it. And it's as much as you see that in other sports, it makes the other sports more amazing. Mm. So like we talked about the World Baseball Classic and how awesome the World Baseball Classic was. And it's the reason why it was awesome is because the atmosphere looked like a, a, a football match. match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Biggest upset of the weekend. West Ham won. United zero. Yeah. West Ham find, finding form at the Rashford, right time. A lot of people own Rashford. A lot of people own Bruno. This You part. don't have Rashford. That was, I was going to say, out of all the things of between the two of us and our two teams, the, one of the hugest differences is that I have Rashford and you don't. I don't and having I, a zero Rashford return did not help my cup chances this week. No, it did not. I, I don't have a Rashford. I don't have a Bruno. I have one player from United, and that's Luke Shaw, and he got me a big, fat nothing. Um, not only did West Ham win, I would say West Ham had not any really issue with Manchester They United looked more threat- threatful. I'm saying that there wasn't too many opportunities yeah. I, I, that I saw. And I know that threatful is not a word. Right. Threatening. There were certain, there were moments where you know where it looked like that should have maybe been something more than it was, or a more inform Rashford. Uh, Anthony could have done something a little yeah. bit better, or whatever, and it just it just wasn't. Ten Hag was livid with with the team and the effort that they put into the match. It's another tired team, and everyone's been saying the same thing about them for weeks now. But I mean, well, I don't know what I don't know what. There's nothing to do about. Who's it. Didn't, they have a, didn't they have a right, didn't they have exactly. a break at the World Cup? I mean, what are they whining? Yeah, about? I, yeah, a bunch of. I think that bigger. I mean, it's that De Gea gifts them the win. I mean, De Gea. Yeah, that was. I the, mean, I don't, such a weird, weird. Uh, when I asked League Drew, I texted him and just said, "Why, uh, why is your team letting Liverpool get fourth? And he said, "Because we are unserious. We are not contenders. Wow. Hmm. It felt like not too long ago that you would have thought, can they push for second? You know what I mean? It just felt yeah. like the form that they were in, they were just rolling and rolling and rolling, and now they just cannot get it. And it's not, I mean, this is as, they're, you're, it's, watch, watch what happens next week whenever they have a yeah, double. Yeah, you'd love to see it. I it's, really want to see it's them fall right. apart. It's uh, never going to yeah. change. It's not going to change going, definitely not going into game week 37. Because they because they have a double, so Rashford is still in your top five for transfers in this week. Yeah. So I just I still own him. I didn't do anything with him. I, right. I started him. I will they're continue home, to. They're home to Wolves. I, the, the likelihood is that he's going to you know find find some goals. They have Wolves home uh, in thirty seven. They're at Bournemouth home Chelsea for the double, which is as like we've said weeks ago is as good of a double as I think you're going to get at this point. And then their game week thirty eight is home to Fulham. So three of your last four are Old Trafford. That you gotta yeah. like that more than more than you know if they were if three of the four were away. I, I just like uh, Rashford took five shots. He hit one shot off the outside of the post. Bruno uh, second most chances created this week. 
again, like 7.6%. He's still like a dif differential choice. I just, the question is for anyone beyond Rashford is can you get them even if you want them? Yeah. So you have Shaw. Like you, uh, you could, I think you could just as easily have gone to Lindelof. At four point. Well, I've had Shaw for a while. Right. right? What so I'm saying, I know. And yeah, Shaw, and, and Shaw is like the choice, the desirable starting. choice. Dallow went up in price this yeah. week, and he was benched this week when they went to the back four. Dallow drops out of the starting lineup and plays for the last three minutes plus stoppage time. Like, not ideal. I would have brought if I was picking one, I would have picked Dallow. Yeah. No, so for sure. I'm just like I'm just looking at it as like that. It's as good of a final run of matches as anybody has. It includes a double game week. I just don't th like. It's just the performances have been poor. And now, you, and now you've got two poor performances in a row. Agree completely. Wolves one, Villa zero. We've sort of touched on this. I think that's our last match that we need to discuss. And I just don't know if there's much in it at all. Because you're not doing anything with Wolves. No, I'm not doing anything with Wolves. And I, I have two Villa players. I have Watkins and Moreno. I was going to say, you're, you're... I'm probably selling Watkins this week. Your scoreline should have been Wolves 1, Ollie Watkins 0. That's because that's, that's it. That's all that has seemed to matter. And I just don't love their outgoing schedule. They had two of them at home, but it's home Spurs at Liverpool, home Brighton. Now, you might like the home Brighton game last match of the season because I don't know if Brighton's going to be playing for anything. But other than that, I don't like the, the next two matches. And I'm just, Moreno will probably stay on my team because he's cheap and he plays. And I, I'm just trying to not take any hits. Is there anything better than a 1 0 Wolves win on a ninth minute goal, though? I mean, I just feel like that's, Makes that's, that's feels like that's peak. Like Premier the game League. never ends. Um, Watkins did nearly assist Buendia. I mean, Buendia went close. Uh, Watkins, if he puts the header anywhere other than straight at, at the goalkeeper, Saw, yeah. Ramsey assists Watkins, and we're having a different discussion. I think people are still selling him. <coughs> I think the I, la I think yeah. the I think the la last I think week. He, regardless of what he he would have had to have a haul of hauls this week mm. for people to keep, especially because of the this the next three weeks. The ceiling's way higher for other people, and yeah, there's I don't even. How lucky did all the Tyrone Mings people get for like those six or seven weeks or whatever? Just ridiculous. Unbelievable. All right, that's our last that's our last match. I believe we covered all the other matches. Brian, is there one last thing that we missed tra missed? Travis, is there something that you would like to bring up or say that we haven't been able to get to? Nope. If you still have a free hit, what are you doing with it? I'm saving it for thirty seven. Are you using it in thirty seven? For those for the double weeks, or are you using it in Goldfest historically Goldfest thirty eight? I'm torn. I'd probably use it in thirty seven. Since I blew my chance at having a great game week a couple weeks ago using the free hit. That's right. Because I'm an idiot. I'm a sleepy guy. Uh, <laughs> I the doubles in thirty seven. I like you like cities. We well, like three of them. Okay. And you only like Brighton's because one of them is against Southampton. That's right. But they're both at home. So it's Southampton, Manchester City for Brighton. City or Chelsea and at Brighton. United, as we said, at Bournemouth, home Chelsea. But Chelsea, so it's only three teams. And it's three teams that I'm pretty heavily invested in anyway. Like I have, I have 
So you wouldn't make a lot of moves even if you were free hitting. Right. Like I'm the most I would do is cuz I think cuz you'll know at that point you'll know uh going into 37 you'll know the result of the Champions League for Manchester City. It'll be over at that point. The FA Cup final is irrelevant because it's on June 3rd. So right. it's a full week after right. the end of the season. Yep. Uh and then yeah, to me like and it's 3 days after Madrid until they play Chelsea. It's just yet again you have another tight turnaround between in game week 37, it's Chelsea and then 2 days off and then Brighton. So it's going to come down to like what happens if Everton get a result? Like if you get even oh, a draw buddy. out oh, of buddy. Everton, a draw makes things really fun. Right. So Chelsea as much as you hate them and as terrible as they've been, it's still Chelsea. Is there any pride left in that team whatsoever? And then Manchester City has to go to Brighton for a tougher, the tougher of the two matches, I would say, yeah. is the away match. Yeah. And that's a two-day turnaround. So, like, what's Holland playing for now? He broke... Did he, didn't he, he, broke he broke the record. He's, he's got the record. record. He's got the right. record. So, and by the way, their last match is at Brentford. And Brentford has been playing tough all season. Right. So I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it just feels like the last game week, I, I don't know. There's a bigger gap. Like, there's more time off for all the teams for the most part between game week 37 and game week 38. Yeah. I'm just really torn about what to do. All right. Very good. Well, listen, I, 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 we probably missed some things. I don't think we missed much. I feel like we covered a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, look, I think it's decent, decent advice. <laughs> Did you make any tra- did. did you make transfers while we were sitting here? Uh, I played around. I did okay, not hit okay. save. I'm going to wait till after the Madrid game. So, okay, I'm not as. Um, it's probably smart to do what Travis did. I'm going to hold off uh, a little bit longer. So, there's what are that. you? What's your? What are you going to like, captain? Right now, probably going to captain Salah. Regardless, yeah. Okay, good. I, I, I'm sure I'll get burned and toasted, uh, but I probably will do that. I'm not going to do that because you are. Fair. And that's why I'm telling everyone in the world right now what I'm going to do so you cannot do that. I still think I'm going to Captain Holland and Vice either Salah or one of the doubles. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the that would be the, the question is do you Captain Salah at Leicester or your McAllister or Matoma? Yeah, I mean for me, or I, or, yeah. one, or your or your Newcastle forward. Yeah, I didn't get a Newcastle forward. I couldn't make it work. But yeah, for me, it'll be probably be Captain Holland, Vice, Salah, or or McAllister. Dave, you're definitely bringing in Callum Wilson or Isak. Would, would probably, but but what I'm no. saying, would you captain one of them over no. Salah in one match at Leicester? No. Salah's last. He's been worse away. Salah's last six matches. Not as he at Leeds, he had fourteen. Okay, he did not score at West Ham. Well, they've had three of the last six games. Well, they have four of the last six games at home, which is so. which is important because their away form is so so bad. So you're right. I guess you know we'll see when they played Leicester early in the year. Salah did not he did point not and let Liverpool won two to one on two own goals from the same player. Oh my gosh, is that that game? Yeah. 
Was it Val Val Face? Yeah. Unbelievable. That is nuts. That I kind of hope he gets another one. <laughs> that is crazy. All right, listen, we got We got to wrap this thing up. Um, good luck to everyone this week, Travis. Thank you for joining us again, and uh, for the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time. <laughs>